0: You're listening to Brainbuster Radio. Guys, before we get into today's episode of Wrestling Reverb, I do have a couple of deals for you guys. Of course, being a part of Brainbuster Radio means that we can we can have these deals and we can have great savings for you guys and great And great sponsors for you guys and great partnerships with other wrestling organizations or companies or whatever you want to call them. But I have two for you today before we get into today's Wrestling Reverb. The first one is that did you know that Wrestling Resurgence has a big show on the 31st of August? And if you're in the UK, you can get 15% off all of your tickets to the show if you use the code BRAINBUSTER15. That's 15% off your tickets to the show if you use the code BrainBuster15. And also, guys, another great deal for you. 10% off your set of Four Corners Cards trading cards for independent pro wrestlers. Each month, a new set comes out with new stars. And if you use the code BB Radio10, that's BB Radio10, you'll get 10% off if you just head to FourCornersCards.com. Two great deals for you guys here on BrainBuster Radio.
1: Hey, yo, Josh, let me get a little bit of reverb. Yeah. J. Will. Yeah, I'm about that lifestyle. I talk green work, repping it all over. It's right on the T-shirt. Fan for a lifetime. Yeah, that's a long pass. Figure I would show some love right on the podcast. Turn this up loud and make sure you don't do nothing else. Because if you're listening to us, then you're improving your health. My name is J. Will. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Wrestle, flow, flow, flow. Yeah. yeah.
2: and welcome to Storytime with Mags. Today's story is about wrestling reverb. I first spoke with Josh on one of Wilt's roundtables about social media and its influence in the world of wrestling. And from that moment, I hit it off with Josh. I thought he was exceptionally good at what he did. He'd only been in podcasting a, a few months at that time but I knew he was someone to look out for. I ended up having him on while we watch as a guest, and, again, it just reiterated that point. I thought that he was so talented, such a nice person to talk to, and Wrestling River became one of my go-to shows. I listen to a lot of podcasts, but it became one of those podcasts that when it comes up on my feed, it's straight on. And then when Josh teamed up with Kevin... It was almost like the the missing piece that that made Josh's show go from really really good to excellent. It was that person to bounce off ideas and views from, and I think they they make a really really good tandem. There's a good there's a great dichotomy for, between their wrestling viewpoints, and I just want to congratulate them on. A year of Wrestling Reverb and hopefully that this will be one of many, many more to come. Anyway, you can find me every Thursday on Brainbuster Radio with my tag team partner Paul on Badlands. You can also find me on the Visionaries Wrestling Network on Why We Watch and the 5 Rounds Pod. Once again, happy, happy birthday Wrestling Reverb. Can't wait to hear what Year 2 brings.
1: What's happening, wrestling fans? This is Conrad Cushman from the Everything Pro Wrestling Podcast, and I wanted to wish Josh and Kevin a very, very happy birthday for the one-year anniversary of Wrestling Reverb.
0: Happy birthday to us. It is the one year, the first birthday of Wrestling Reverb. July 25th is technically the the date but of course it's Friday it's the day later we're celebrating today. Kevin wasn't here last week but he was not going to miss this week. Kevin welcome back after a week's hiatus first and foremost.
1: Thank you good to be back. Um, uh, you know I hated to have to miss last week's show but uh, unfortunately I was actually down in uh, well you wouldn't know where Danville is but uh, I was down I was down with my mother. At uh, at the hospital, everything's cool. I'm back now, and yeah, could wouldn't miss this for the world. You couldn't keep me away from the birthday celebration.
0: Oh no, it is um, it is a a, a whole year a whole year that I've been doing. Well, I've been doing this. Kevin's been doing this about about six. It's I think it's about six months now. That's crazy. We get to all that get to all that story in in just a second. But it is our birthday. It is Wrestling Reverb's first birthday. I am shocked that I am am here after the the just crazy year of this that I did not expect to be in this spot a year later, if that made any fucking sense. But um, today is going to be a very just, just crazy episode. You heard at the beginning of this episode, there was a few little birthday wishes from some people. You hear them throughout the show from some more people just giving their love and wishes to us, which we appreciate so much. We're going to talk some wrestling, don't worry, and we're going to look back on the year that was Wrestling Reverb, the first year of Wrestling Reverb, and what we kind of loved, well, our favorite stuff, and all that kind of stuff in just a second, but Kevin, you weren't here last week, but JPQ was here, we chatted about the the Divas era of wrestling, and hey, um, I've never really received that much love for a one episode so quickly, it was like so much feedback, and people were like, oh my god, what a topic to talk about, and just the way we kind of spoke about it and stuff like that, so shout out to everyone that listened to last week's episode of Wrestling Reverb, because it was completely and utterly just, it was not planned to even, we weren't even planning to talk about that, it's just where me and JPQ went, I ain't mad, Um, if you're gonna have a a fill-in for Kevin, I guess there's really no one better than JPQ. (laughs)
1: Yeah, JPQ is really good at what he does. He's really knowledgeable, especially about women's wrestling. He was the perfect guy to fill in for me.
0: Yes, um, and uh, Kev, I don't know if you were aware. You Well, first and foremost, a big congratulations to you, Kevin, with the new job, everyone. Um, Kevin doesn't have to go into detail if he doesn't want to, but big big round of applause for one Kevin.
1: Thank you very much. I just recently started a new job. At the uh, the local newspaper, it's a job that I've been sort of after for a while. I've always wanted to be a journalist. That's been my life's uh, my life's goal, and here I am, 23 years old, and I'm doing it. So that's 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 what I've been up to the last you know seven days. I started uh, last Thursday, and it's been kicking my ass, but it's been kicking my ass in a good way.
0: Yeah, Kevin is uh where. Usually, so here's a little peek behind the curtain of re- Wrestling Reverb. Usually it is Kevin's night time, my morning when uh, we record, but it is the reverse. It is 10 o'clock at night and like 8.30 in the morning for Kevin. So it is completely the opposite. So um, the uh, it's weird. I don't usually record at all at this time of night, and you don't really record in the morning. So this is a really nope. weird episode for us <laughs>
1: Yeah, this is going to be some backwards shit.
0: Yeah. Hey, time zones. What are you going to do? Um, but it is, of course, again, our birthday. It is a big birthday celebration. I've been listening to some fun music before we come on. I was just listening to S Club 7. Hmm. S Club Party, because there ain't no party like an S Club party. But in this case, there ain't no party like a Wrestling Reverb Party. Am I right, Kevin? <laughs>
1: it's the party. Don't stop. Damn.
0: Okay. Well, <laughs> Kev, it's been. Uh, before we get into our, our, our birthday celebrations, let's, uh, w- w- of course, we're going to talk some wrestling and Raw reunion was this week. Now, I know you've been sparingly watching wrestling because of your new job. However, I'm, I'm pretty confident in saying that you're up to date or you've at least watched clips of what happened on Raw and SmackDown this week.
1: Yeah, I, I that's that's all I've been able to see is the clips they put online. Yeah, I work till eleven at night. That's when Raw goes off the air, SmackDown goes off the air ten p.m. my local time. So I haven't been able to watch the shows in full, but I've been able to catch clips. So I know what the gist of what happened uh, this week.
0: Yeah, it was um first then first question for you, Kev, is uh for what you've seen of Raw Reunion and what you kind of read online. What did you what did you enjoy the kind of raw, the route they went with this week's, with this Raw reunion, as opposed to other reunions like Raw 25 and that, the emphasis was more, for A, they used some different Legends, which is nice to see, and it was a little more integrated with Legends and, you know, Faces of Today. I thought it was a quite, quite a nice blend.
1: Yeah, I think that's the perfect way to use the Legends. You, you see it shows like Raw 25, Raw 1000 where the legends were their own thing and you didn't see too much of the current stars, whereas on Monday at Raw reunion, you saw that mix where you had legends helping to put over stars. And I thought that was really well done. I th- I, it seemed like a very enjoyable episode. I know some people didn't like it because you know it didn't further storylines or anything, but I don't know what you expected from a show with all that legendary star power on it. You're not going to get like a... A crack, a crack of the whip wrestling show, but you're going to get a fun show.
0: Yeah, and, you know, that is the kind of, if you're going to have that kind of reunion episode, I guess, I, in my, at least from what I like, that's kind of the perfect way to do it. And like you said, it's the, you know, you're not really expecting that kind of, that kind of Raw. People always complain about Raw, and then they get something that's, well, I think is, super fun, a super fun roar, and people still complain, which is, I mean, not surprising in the least, but um, I love the fact that Bray Wyatt attacked Mick Foley, used the mandible claw, and that is the perfect way to use a legend, you know, someone, I genuinely was like, oh my god, don't attack Mick Foley, like, you can't do that to Mick, and then that's just, isn't that a great way to get heat on someone, Is is attacking a legend like who we love so much in Mick Foley and, and stuff like that. Bray Wyatt, with, with this stuff, and he's kind of come back onto the scene, at least in a non-vignette style. What do you think about all that?
1: I, I love Bray Wyatt. I miss Bray Wyatt. I love what he's been doing with the Firefly stuff and with the Fiend character. And yeah, Mick Foley is the perfect guy to use in a spot like that because no one, no one dislikes Mick Foley. Everybody loves Mick Foley. And for, for Bray to go – for Bray to take him out using his own move, using the mandible claw, uh, is just – that's, that's going to get heat on Bray Wyatt. And it's also going to get eyes on Bray Wyatt. Like people that you know weren't all the way in on this story are going to be all the way in on this story now because Bray Wyatt's just taking out one of the greatest to ever do it.
0: Yeah. And using his own finisher. I mean using the mandible claw. No one does the mandible claw like Mick Foley does. So that is one Actually, way to really really put some rockets on this on Bray Wyatt and, and and really try because Bray has had an up and down career. I guess is the way to do it is a way to say it, but hey, um, I'm really digging this. I'm am loving that he's fighting Finn at SummerSlam. I like where they're going with that. There's a lot of stuff. It seems to be WWE's in uh, pff, I I I'm gonna come right out and say it. I'm enjoying like ninety five percent of everything at the moment and hey, it's been a long road, a bit a bit of a a, a a bit of a slope since Mania, but this is the perfect time to be on the uprise because SummerSlam is just around the corner.
1: Yeah, we're only about m we're less than a month out, I believe, and they are hitting the a uh, creative peak. And like you like you said, I can't really say much better. This is the perfect time to be hitting like the upslope. You want to be you. want your stories to be getting good, and you know you want people to be tuning back in as you get closer to SummerSlam.
0: One hundred percent. SmackDown this week was also good. I mean, there was other moments on Raw reunion, the twenty four seven stuff where we would be silly not to mention that, and the amount of times that that changed hands. We had. So let me see if I can get this right. Let me let me see if I can get the order and the list of this right because there were so many title changes. We had our truth begin Raw as 24-7 champion. Then we had Drake Maverick pin our truth Then we had Pat Patterson pin Drake Maverick. Gerald Briscoe then p- uh, pinned Pat Patterson. Kelly Kelly took out Gerald Briscoe. Candice Michelle took out Kelly Kelly. Who was next? Oh, oh. Uh, Alundra Blaze, Medusa took out Candice Michelle. Ted DiBiase bought the 24/7 championship off of Medusa and then Drake Ma- No, yeah, Drake Maverick beat Ted DiBiase and then r Truth beat Drake Maverick. I think I think I got that right. <laughs> there was a lot of title changes and it was super super fun and I absolutely I hereby stand that all of that, that whole, that whole silliness of it, because that's what it is. It's comedy. It's silly. It's stupidity. I love it. I love it, and I mean stupidity in a one hundred percent positive manner. Please agree yeah. with me. <laughs> it,
1: I know. I agree. I think that's. I think that's hysterical. I'm. I think that's the right way to use the belt on a show like that. Is having you know. Now you have as much as it like as much as doesn't seem like it, that belt just got like really credible because you have like legends hold it. You know, you had Pat Patterson hold it, Briscoe, Ted DiBiase, Alondra Blaze. Now we've seen women hold the belt. So now really anything is on the table now. Literally anything could happen with this belt because of the show. And I think that's like the perfect way to employ the belt.
0: I was literally laughing. I loved every minute of Raw Reunion. I, I, I was not bored at all. I didn't want to. Hey, I have a new computer. I just want to sit and um, play on my computer all day. I shut my laptop for this. I wanted to just watch Raw. When was the last time you can say that you just watched Raw and, and went on your phone, you weren't distracted, you weren't waiting for it to end? there has been a little while since I've genuinely been that invested in a three-hour television show because it is long. No matter how much you love wrestling, that is a long time to watch anything. I don't like anything that goes for three hours or more, really. like ha- There has to be breaks in that, but I really didn't... Stop watching Raw, and that's something that I miss. And that's something said about WWE can do it. I know a lot of people weren't a fan of Raw Reunion. Well, it was kind of up and down. Some people loved it. Some people hated it. There was people in the middle. Um, I'm not saying I'm not speaking for everyone, but it just shows that they can entertain at least a certain kind of fan. We need to see if we can... Although Raw and SmackDown have been a lot better the last few weeks and the last month or two... There still is something there that they need, to, they need to change up something to make this awesome. And it, it can get that. I, I really do feel like we can get it again. But it's just a matter of time, I guess. But Rory Union was really fun. Of course, it, it was great seeing Stone Cold Steve Austin. No matter if he's your favorite, if he's not your favorite, there's really no question, at least in my mind, that he is arguably the greatest of all time. Yes?
1: He's also uh, everybody's favorite, I would argue. I don't think there's <laughs> anyone out there that that's like, ah, not a big Steve Austin fan. Yeah, he's definitely one of the greatest of all time, arguably the greatest, and he still gets the biggest pop out of anybody you'll ever see. Like, that was my that's my takeaway from our reunions is that Stone Cold is still an absolute megastar.
0: He really is, and, like, it, it's so weird. If anyone else went out at the end of a three-hour show for – 10, 15 minutes, and just cut a promo, essentially about nothing. He didn't really have a point to prove, like, he didn't have anything to sell. It was just the fact that he was at Raw reunion, let's just talk about, you know, Raw. And there's not too many people that could go out there and just do that, and have everyone entertained, especially at the end of a three-hour show. Austin did that. Essentially, he just talked for 10 minutes, and then drank beer. There's really not too much more to Austin than that, in that sense, in this day and age. And, I, I soaked up every minute of that.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's that's all you need from Stone Cold. Arrive, raise hell, drink beer, leave.
0: Ah, the shirt. What a classic shirt. What a classic, oh, classic shirt. <laughs> um, Of course, SmackDown happened, and uh, SmackDown was... Ah, there's a little bit of a... A little bit of a negative take on SmackDown from a lot of people because it seems to be that people are a little bit angry with the way WWE are booking female talent at the moment. There hasn't been a lot of time given to the ladies in the last few weeks of television. Um, Raw had a three-minute segment with Becky, and SmackDown had a 30-second match with Charlotte and Ember Moon. Um, is, are, are people overanalyzing this, Kevin?
1: I don't think they're overanalyzing it. You have some of the most talented females in the world, and you have five hours of USA weekly TV time. You can get more than, well, that's a combined, what, three and a half minutes of television for the women? I think you could do better than that.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to argue that at all. Um, It seemed to be, uh, I'm sure it went through your mind when Ember and, When Ember and Charlotte got announced, it seemed maybe that they were going to add Charlotte into the uh, SmackDown Women's Title match at SummerSlam. It seems to be we're going down a different route because Charlotte kind of said that she can't be left off SummerSlam. She demands demands a match at SummerSlam, and she said her opponent is going to be a lot bigger than Ember Moon. She stated that she's the queen of all eras, yada, 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 and then speculation occurred that maybe in the fact that one Canadian... Tristratus will be at SummerSlam to fight one Charlotte. Just take away anything else. Say this match was announced right now, Kevin. Is that one of the biggest female matches you can really have in terms
1: of star quality? It might be the two biggest stars of all time. Yeah. And, it's, and it's most certainly the biggest star of, of, of an era versus the biggest star of the current era. Yep. Yeah. Uh, arguably. And yes. I think it's a money match.
0: I think it could re- it really um it, it could really be it, it really cuz Trish Stratus is again this is arguable but she is the greatest of that era. She's the greatest then. Charlotte Flair is again arguable the greatest of now. It is really a two it's two styles. It's two very different competitors. It's two eras kind of meeting and in the backyard of Trish Stratus Toronto her hometown And Charlotte Flair, you know, this match should be for Charlotte to beat Trish. Imagine that crowd reception, because if I know one thing about Toronto, Canada, it's that they love Canadians, and especially they love Trish Stratus.
1: Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. They love their own. That's going to be a big win for Charlotte when she gets that pin, when she gets that pin or gets that tap out. Uh, They're going to go nuts. Not in a good way, but they're going to go nuts. And it's going to be really good for Charlotte.
0: I don't even think it matters what they do bell to bell. Because it's just... It is two icons, in a sense, going at it. If that was the case. I mean, we we could be getting into too much of a discussion that hasn't even been announced. It might be something completely different. But, um, hey, let the speculation run wild, I guess you would say. Um the only other thing before we get into our birthday bash is, I know there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of stuff surrounding the fact that WWE are now again using Hulk Hogan, and without going into all of the stuff that went down and and the comments that were made by Hogan, I'm not here to comment on that. It is not my place. However, um, is there any way WWE can use Hulk Hogan? without some kind of backlash just from the 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 really big uh just the the really big kind of outreach that this incident what would you call it I don't know just this big situation is there really kind of way that WWE can use Hulk Hogan now without getting some kind of negative backlash
1: on it no yeah, he's he's done his he said his piece. He's done what he he did what he did. Uh, there's no going back. I don't think there's any possible way they could use him where you're not going to hear about it. Um, and I think that's how it should be. I think that's how he, he they should hear about it every time they employ Hulk Hogan on TV because Hulk Hogan is by all accounts a pretty despicable human being, and we've got tapes to prove that. And I I don't think he should get left off the uh, I don't think he should be let off the leash at all I don't think he should be on TV honestly I think that if they really really cared about you know be a star and being the progressive company and you know being like always being family first that they wouldn't use him no matter who he is
0: Yeah you know I'm I'm not going to disagree with that at all because it really is a in in the perfect Josh way to say this, it's a real fucked up thing what he did, and yeah. even however many years passed, um, I understand people make mistakes, but there's a line between mistake and him going out of his way to do something, and and not really ever he apologized publicly. I feel like he apologized. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna get into what I'm thinking because. It's just, it's not my place to say, but I agree with you 100%, Kevin. It's just, um, there's never, no matter no matter what now, there's never going to be a time where Hogan is on the screen where at least I don't go, ooh, like, what are you doing here, dude? Like, it's just too, I don't know. It's just too, like, ugh. I, I just don't like the situation. I don't like him, what he's done, and all of that surrounding it. But I just wanted to kind of, get your thoughts on that because this there's people there's so many different categories of people falling into what they their stance is on this and hey it's just uh it's just yeah anyway on a lighter note how about we get into our birthday bash happy birthday oh oh no come on come on sing it to me kevin
1: Happy birthday to us, happy birthday to us, happy birthday, wrestling reverb, happy birthday to us. Hip hip, hooray. Hooray.
0: (laughs) Beautiful, Kevin. Oh man, you just made up for the one week off, and here he comes back here singing like a superstar. Man, oh man, oh man. I couldn't ask...
1: You man, that imagine better. if it wasn't 8... Imagine if it wasn't 8.51 in the morning here. I would have been absolutely belting it.
0: Oh, you would have been. But hey, even yeah. even at 8.51, you sound that good. My God.
1: My Yeah, God. It's, a, it's a talent.
0: <laughs> Alright, it is, of course, Wrestling Reverb's very first birthday. I, I, I don't even know... I can't even put into words how much uh, excitement I've had for doing this episode this week because I'm just like, I made it to a year. Of course, I know you haven't been here the whole year, but in spirit, I I kind of count it as a whole year with you as well. But it's um, July 25th, I stated at the start of the episode. July 25th is when I dropped the very first episode of Wrestling Reverb. It's fucking awful. It's the worst piece of shit episode ever. But hey, everyone starts somewhere. I, I, I've been yeah. posting all week leading up to this episode some favorite episodes of mine and some special episodes, episodes that mean a lot. I posted that one and oh boy, I listened to the first maybe four minutes of it, and I'm like, I cannot do this. The quality of it is so bad. I'm talking like really fucking fast. Like, I'm just like, because I'm just like, obviously at that time, I'm just worried about dead air, and I'm worried about all of this shit. And it's just like the worst episode ever. But the first episode is always going to be very, ah to me, and just as bad as it is, it's like, wow, this is where I am right now. And it's so weird to me. And it's probably weird to you, Kevin, as well. Um, It's so weird that people listen to us. I'm not saying we have lots of people listen to us every week, but we have a solid amount of people listening to us every week, and that's fucking weird.
1: (laughs) It is. I I never thought um, people would want to hear me talk about wrestling or anything, really. Uh, It's a humbling feeling. But I love it and I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world.
0: I wouldn't either. I love doing this. You, you know me well enough at this point to know that I am quite passionate about what I do. Like, I genuinely care about everybody that does this and I, I want to help people. And um, if I can, you know, at the end of the day when I, I don't want to do this anymore, if I've just had that reputation of helping others and, and just trying to put a smile on people's faces, hey, I, I'm happy with that. This is something I genuinely love to do. I, I get excited to do this every week. Um, it's just it's just fun. I've I, it's just changed my outlook on wrestling and, and, and doing this kind of stuff but of course it is the episode of reflection to look back. Kevin um, would be silly not to talk about the very first time that you come on the show. Uh, what was it back at the Royal Rumble recap? We did a Royal Rumble, yep. Rumble review show, and that was the kind of episode that changed this show for the better. Of course, you become the co-host. I want to ask you a question that I've never asked you before, I don't think. When we, okay. originally, when we originally started chatting, I don't even know how we started chatting on Twitter. It may have been a tweet that I put out. Hey, someone want to join me for the Royal Rumble or something like that. And you might have responded, and then we got talking. When I first originally asked you to come on this show... What the fuck was going through your brain?
1: Uh, I remember very vividly. So I would first heard you on Fights of the Roundtable hosted by our friend Wilfred on the uh, the old Wilfred Watchers show. And I thought you sounded very knowledgeable. I thought you sounded very Australian, which I thought was cool. <laughs> I, and I just, I, I enjoyed it. And then he plugged your show, Wrestling Reverb. And so I went. I went and I listened to it a little bit and I enjoyed it. And then, yeah, you put out a tweet saying, like, I'm looking for guests. I think I DM'd you and said, hey, man, you want a guest? Uh, I'll, I'll be your man. And we went from there. And, yeah, you got me on the Royal Rumble Review Show. I remember it. After watching, like, four or five hours of Royal Rumble, we just went for it for, like, an hour and a half. Yep. And I remember when I first signed on to be on the show, just thinking, like, I've never done this before. What happens if, like... I suck. Because, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, like, I've always been good at talking. I've always been good at just, you know, like, BSing and uh, shooting the shit. But I was just thinking, like, wow, what if I suck and there's so much dead air and he doesn't like, we don't have any chemistry. And luckily, none of that came true. Mm. Well said. In my opinion. Anyway. Well, from my van From my viewpoint,
0: I was like, okay, so I... Now that I'm kind of thinking about it, yes, it was a tweet, and then you did DM me. And then we kind of went... If, if By the way, if you can hear any, like, running around behind me, my cat has got, like, the zoomies, my dog's running around, it's a fucking zoo over here. Anyway, um, so, <laughs> it's, uh, you DM me, we got chatting, and we were originally not going to do the Royal Rumble recap show right after the Rumble. I remember that it was going to be the, like, the morning after for you, because... Like, it was late for you, and I was like, okay, we'll do it kind of the next day. And then we were just kind of messaging and being like, hey, do you want to do it now? And we did. It kind of just, I don't even remember what we kind of, obviously, we talked about the Royal Rumble. I don't remember that show at all. I don't remember anything that we kind of went over. I don't remember it at all. All I remember is after going, I want to co-host, this dude's, you know, fits the show well, Um This is where we're kind of going. And then, of course, I asked you to marry me and we got married. It was happily ever after. (laughs) (laughs) But, but of course, um, it just kind of changed the show completely. And it was just kind of the missing ingredient among many for the show. And it just, we've just really spiraled into something that I wasn't ever, like, I never had the confidence to talk about. It took me long enough to get the confidence to talk about wrestling into a podcast, let alone anything else. But... We really have become, we're still a wrestling podcast, but we we really don't mind talking about other shit, which I like because at the end of the day, we're just having a conversation every week and it's just fun to do. It really is. It's just, I think that's the main reason why, at least why you stayed and at least why I'm still doing it is, it's just really fun.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. This is an absolute blast. And I think some of my favorite episodes are the ones where we divulge from wrestling and we talk about other stuff. I think it's, cool how we could just do that
0: yeah i agree favorite episodes good segue good segue see you're you're learning a thing or two over here kevin good segue. oh i've picked up
1: a thing or two in my six months
0: (laughs) (laughs) of course our favorite episodes if you could um think of a few that you wanted to kind of go back and go back into your memory what's kind of the favorite episodes that you've had doing this show
1: Um, obviously the first one, but I won't even talk about the first one because we just talked about it. I really enjoyed the first Reverb Rewind.
0: Oh, yes, Survivor Series 99.
1: Absolutely. I thought that was a lot of fun. I, I can't wait to get back on the Reverb Rewind Schneid. We will. Uh, hopefully, yeah, sooner rather than later. You never know. Uh, remember the trivia episode we did with, uh, me and you and Brian Zillum and, um,. Nicholas? Nicholas?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I forgot about that episode.
1: Oh, I shit. really enjoyed that one because I won.
0: <laughs> Perfect.
1: And um, another one that really uh, stuck with me is the one, it, it, the first Kevin and Josh reverb. Oh, yes. Where we talked about, you know, mental health and stuff like that. Uh, that one, uh, obviously, is a bit, that's a serious episode. More so It's a more of a departure from our usual silly BS shtick. But that one was always really important to me, and I'm glad we did that, and that one will always be one of my favorites. Yeah.
0: That one was. That one was That one was an episode that I had kind of been wanting to do for a little while, but wasn't sure if this was the right platform. And then, I, just as I gained more confidence, I was like, eh, people are learning who I am, people are learning who you are. And that was only a couple of months into us really being you know, a team, we hadn't really been, we hadn't known each other all that long at that point, but um, that episode really made me understand you a little bit more, and just kind of being like, I've always been on the philosophy of an open book, so I'm like, hey, for the people that are listening, this is a part of me, and hey, it might help someone, it might not, but it's out there, and I kind of, I don't, never ever did I regret that episode, because I thought I would, but I didn't.
1: Yeah, no, I don't, I have no regrets. Absolutely not. Uh, it was a it got a, it got a, a good reception from everybody. Everyone was really you know re- receptive and open to it. I think we I think we helped some people. I think we touched a lot of people. And I think that's the point. I think that's the whole point.
0: Yeah, it's always nice to have that that feeling of you, you're doing something right. Um, any others that come to your brain?
1: Uh. The first show we did with Fowl and Levi from Ruthless Aggression. Oh, oh,
0: oh yeah. <laughs> I, I
1: forget which pay-per-view we did a preview of. Elimination Chamber. It was Elimination Chamber with with uh, special guest star Tamina Snuka. Oh, yes. <laughs> and oh, that, one just, that one was just – that one was – again i was only like a month into my run almost i guess less than a month and i had no idea what to expect from either of those guys i was still feeling you out and we just went for it and had such a blast and i think that's the one where i knew i wanted to do this i was in this for the long haul
0: yeah that one was just wild there was musical performances in that episode There was a little bit of everything in that episode it was truly uh just an Illumination Chamber preview that was probably the worst preview ever. We probably talked about none of the fucking matches except for Tamina. We really put Tam- Tamina over in that episode. <laughs> she's Yeah, she's we did, we did her
1: episode. We did her better than like anyone's done Tamina in years.
0: <laughs> Honestly, not wrong. Not wrong. We also did a fast lane predictions episode as the kind of follow up to that. It's hard to top the, the debut, but uh, it, <laughs> man, that one was fun too. Um, oh God, those episodes were wild. Uh, things that stick out to me um, always will be the episode with Chris vanfleet That was like a wow. Yeah. The fact that we got to talk to him and he was so just cool and just, he just was just, it was just like talking to you except Chris was here as well. And I was like, wow, that was just a fun episode to have and to kind of pick his brain because he's obviously talked to a lot of these people and it's like, ah, like this is just crazy to hear his voice coming out of my headphones and I'm speaking to him and I'm like, ah, this is so nutty. I remember talking about that episode with you and kind of, I was messaging Chris and being like, I'm kind of setting this up and you were like, holy shit, like we're actually interviewing something. that is, That is our one and only quote-unquote like celebrity interview, I guess.
1: He's a wrestling celebrity. I'd consider him yeah. a celebrity.
0: Yeah, I consider it all I consider wrestlers celebrities. I was just in the sense of like we've had interviews but not with anyone of that stature, I guess.
1: Yeah, and he was a good get for us. He's been so wonderful to not just us, but everyone on the Brainbuster Radio team that's gone to talk to him. And he is just such a wealth of knowledge and you could just pick his brain for hours, and he could tell you about all these cool, different things he does. But he's also—he's he's more than just an interviewer. He's a wrestling fan, and that—that he, he, that was like mainly. weird. like; it wasn't so much of an interview as it was like a, a free-flowing wrestling discussion with Chris Van Vliet added in.
0: Yeah, that and that's what I wanted. I—I I am not an interviewer. I've never claimed to be an interviewer. I am a wrestling fan and I like to talk to other wrestling fans and that's just what Chris was and it was like this is just really cool other episodes that stick out to me um, the first ever chat we had with Queen I always loved that episode yeah. it was it went for a while I remember that episode being rather long but it didn't even it didn't feel like a very long time because it was just a really good chat it's, it's very rare in this world there's only very few people that you can have you can Feel no awkwardness the first time. you There's always going to be a sense of awkwardness when you're talking to someone that you don't know if you've never talked to before. I didn't get that with Queen. She is one of the sweetest ladies that I've ever had the opportunity to talk to. She's just a very nice person, and she, her energy just just comes through, and you're just like, "Yep, this is fine. We're just chatting, wrestling," and she just that that girl knows her shit too.
1: Yeah, she pi and she picks you up. She makes you want to be better at this. Yeah. And her energy, her it's infectious. Her knowledge is infectious. She's so good at what she does. She's uber talented. And yeah, that episode will always stick out to me too because that episode ran for like damn near two hours, I yeah. think. And that's might be that's
0: the longest just not, episode ever.
1: <laughs> that's just not how we do things typically, but it didn't feel like it when we recorded it. It certainly didn't feel like it listening back.
0: No, um, I listened to that episode back last week, just in preparation for this, because I wanted to, you know, listen to a few of our old stuff, um, and I was just like, this is just a really good chat, which is, and there's no, of like, that weird awkwardness, like I said, which is really fun um, to have. Another one that sticks out to me, I loved our Wrestlemania recap show, that that show for me was just, it was straight JP, after it.
1: JPQ you, and you, Mags, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, we had JPQ and Mags. Um it was a lot of wrestling. At that point, we had been watching wrestling for like seven or eight hours. We were t- still talking about wrestling at at least the eight-hour, nine-hour point at that point while we were recording. Um, it was just... At that point, for me, I had been through a whirlwind of emotions, and I was just like, I need to talk about WrestleMania. And I don't know why that, that, that episode sticks out to me, but it was just... Um, I remember that episode very vividly with Mags and JPQ and yourself and just, I think it was honestly because of probably the Iconics winning and the fact that I got to talk about that on a podcast immediately after was just amazing and I was so like on an emotional high from WrestleMania and um, I don't know why I just really enjoyed that episode, but I did.
1: And It was a good good one and obviously anything WrestleMania related is going to be memorable yeah. You're gonna have fun with it. JPQ and Mags were terrific guests, as you would expect. Uh, we we're out. Yeah, we were on that feeling of euphoria because WrestleMania was so good. Mm-hmm. Obviously, for you, maybe a little bit better because of the <laughs> iconics. Uh, I'm really glad that that happened. By the way, I'm glad you got that moment. Yeah. I uh, agree. <laughs> yeah, obviously. it was a good, it was a good episode. WrestleMania, man. You you can't really go wrong with WrestleMania.
0: Yeah. Um. A few that stick out to me, pre Kevin, the first ever time I got to talk to Levi of the Ruthless Aggression Party it was the first ever guest that I ever had on this show, um, from like Twitter and stuff like that. And it, my confidence at that point was not high. I was like, ooh, I uh, I don't have any experience talking to other people about this, and it was just a total breeze. It was just so fun, and that that really I think that kind of time, um, really kind of turned me up a little bit, I was like, okay, maybe I'm onto something here, um, that was right around the time of Super Showdown, I did a lot of stuff, I wish Super Showdown was happening this year, because I would be able to cover it so much better, with so much more, more people supporting me behind me, and stuff like that, and being able to do episodes, and do little things from, I wish it was this year, but it's just not happening, um, but, at that kind of time, evolution of last year, there was a lot of stuff I was doing there with that. I loved all those episodes. That was when I was finding my groove. Um, the first, like... The fir- from episode one to, like, episode 12 is, like, total shit. And then I got, a mi- <laughs> like, a proper microphone set up and I was starting to learn the logistics of a podcast and setting up a podcast and editing a podcast and everything like that. Because... Um, although podcasting is relatively easy there still is some stuff behind it that you know is a little complex and you've got to set up a few little things and you've got to get your groove in it and stuff like that um, and, and and learning about it is a challenge and it was fun um, but if you had to pick one thing one kind of quality that you've gained from doing podcasting is there something that you've learned from podcasting that's maybe helped you in other aspects of your life
1: it's just made me i don't know if this helps me in other aspects of life necessarily but it, it it's it's opened up my confidence with wrestling it's yeah. opened up my ability to talk about wrestling without feeling like almost a sense of shame because you know how it is with people you know with your friends who don't like wrestling you don't like to talk about it because people will be like oh it's fake or oh that's like childish uh I've melted out of that shell Yeah. Uh, since doing this show. I don't care what people think about wrestling anymore. I I, I am a wrestling fan. I am, have fully embraced that since since joining this show.
0: Yeah, this has made me do that too because I would never post on Facebook or I'd never talk to people around me unless they were wrestling fans as well. I wouldn't talk about wrestling unless asked about it. I wouldn't be... I wouldn't be a, a kind of... Uh, I guess I was an in-the-closet wrestling fan. So I guess I came yeah. out as a wrestling fan because of gaining confidence from this show. That Congratulations. Was- Thank you. Thank you. It was a very hard experience, but it, it, it paid off in the end. Um, but of course, um, confidence is the main thing I've got to learn with this because, hey, if I, I never gained the confidence from doing Wrestling Reverb, I would have never started side projects. Like, I'm, I've got... Two other shows that I do, I do a lot of twitch streaming i 'm doing more stuff with other content creators. If you go to my Twitter, you can find out all about that um, and how you can get involved. little side plug um, nice. I, I'm, I'm thank you i'm you know i've been doing this a year, so you know uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but i've just gained a lot more confidence in doing other things and not really giving a damn what people think i, I don 't really. I care in a sense of, like, I love when people are listening. I love when people give me um, uh, feedback, good or bad. I like I like it all. Um, I just like when people are involved. But I don't really care about too much on Beyond That in the sense of, like, if you don't like me, that's fine. I don't really have too much of that on Twitter. I'm a pretty nice person. I'll talk to anybody as long as you're not a total fucking asshole. I'll give you a chance. But, like, yeah, I would have never been that person to stream a game on Twitch or make a YouTube video. I never was that. And this, starting with this, is still my bread and butter. This is still the thing that I love the most. It's podcasting and doing Wrestling Reverb. Without this, I wouldn't have done all of that. Um, so it's just, it's, it's, it's been a ride. It's been really fun. I, I, a lot of people may not feel that way about something like this, but I genuinely love this and I genuinely love doing this and I genuinely love all the people that I've met through this. And I just really am, I hope this is the first of many years with doing this because I just, really, I, again, I just really, really love doing this. Um, I do want to talk about some people that have helped us along the way and, and wouldn't, we wouldn't be here probably if it wasn't for these people and just people that have helped us and, and stuff like that. Um, Kevin, you started as a blogger. I know people some people may not know that or some people do or whatever, but you started as a blogger um, and you know knowing what you know now and and doing this show along with your blogging and and doing stuff for brainbuster o p and and everything else like that um Is there anyone in the blogging writing world that you need to kind of say thank you to to giving you the opportunity because I wouldn't know you know anything about you if it wasn't for your writing?
1: Um, geez, let me think. I mean, I've, I've been doing this. The, I've had the blog active for nine months now. Nine months now. Jesus Christ. Um, I saw so, it was sort of my own thing. I, I I'd like to thank. Uh, you know, Wilf was definitely instrumental in. You know, he was one of the early fans of my blog, and he was one of the pr- first people I ever interviewed for the blog. Uh, So he's been a huge help, and then obviously he's helped me out a lot with Brainbusto P. Which you know, I'm going to plug that. If you if you're out there, you're a writer, and you want a place to share your work, come to Brain Bust the Original Press. We're still here. Um, but I, I don't, I, not to sound like ungrateful or anything, but it, I, I really did it on my own. Uh, I didn't, I didn't have much backing or much support. I drummed it up along the way, and I've certainly had support from guys like Will Fowl was huge. Uh, you know the guy all the, all the brainbuster team have been really great about my blogging including you mm-hmm. but, <laughs> but honestly I did I feel like I did it on my own and I'm proud'm I'm damn proud of that
0: that's a good thing thank yourself go on do it
1: thank thank you Kevin yeah
0: see that's that's what I like to hear um I know for me I think what changed the first person I have, like, I, I have to thank this first person first because without Fights at the Roundtable, I don't think any of this would have happened for me. So first and foremost, I have to thank Wilfred. Wilf has been, when he invited me to come on Fights at the Roundtable, I was in limbo of what I was doing. I was going through a little bit of rough patch. I really didn't know what I wanted to do. Podcasting, I was like this is really, no one's listening to this, and I was like, ugh, there's really no point in doing this, I'm just essentially talking to myself. Although it was fun, you have, fun is the main reason why I do this, but if there's literally no one listening, I was like, well, there's really no point, I can just talk to myself about it. Um, And Fights at the Roundtable was what got a lot of more eyes on me. So first and foremost, I have to thank Wilf, because A, there wouldn't be eyes on Wrestling Reverb, and he wouldn't have learnt who I was. Therefore, that I would never have been asked to come on Brainbuster Radio. Brainbuster Radio is really what changed us for the better, and just the sense of this family that we've gathered. It is like my, like my. If I I have my family, of course, my 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 blood family, and then I have my online family, and you know, Brainbuster is my core family members, and I just can't thank Wilf enough for that. Um, Wilf has been. He's always I, the thing I love most about Wilf is that he's honest. He's always honest with everybody. It's if something he's never a dick about it to us about um you know your show fucking sucks or do this better or do this but he's he's always like no hey this was great but I think you could improve in this and that is what you need from a, a, a wonderful leader like he is of of brainbuster. So Wilf is the first person I have to thank. Foul is another one that I thank because Foul is just fun and he's super supportive and i i love fowder bits um the guys at ruthless aggression podcast levi and kyle they really were the first people from the online community to kind of bring me in and be like hey you're cool let's let's chat so both of them of course everyone at Brainbuster, i love you all the bits from i you all know how much i kind of love and and i love supporting everyone else's shows as well i love being a guest on everyone else's show as well on anyone's show i love being a guest just putting that out there if anyone's looking for guests hit me Yo, sam head. yeah hey we both love being guests on on shows it's it's fun especially because i when when i when we're doing wrestling reverb i'm also like okay is everything going pro like everything working uh, what do i gotta click next what do i gotta do um, when I go as a guest, I just get to talk and it's just fun. So, hey, I love being a guest. But all of the people on Brainbuster Radio, Radio, um, I'm sure there's more people that I need to thank. But um, they know who they are that have got me to kind of where I want to be now. And last but certainly not least, I do have to thank you, Kevin, because you, you just have made this show just amazing. You, you really are the... The, uh, what, what would be the, you, you are the, you are the Christian to my edge. Huh? Eh? Huh? Eh? You want to be I'll Christian? I'll take that. I love Christian. Eh? You can be Christian. You, you're the, you're the Christian to my edge. The leader to my Trish. <laughs> you just, uh, really, honestly, you know how I am. I always, I, we, we're always bantering and I'm always calling you an idiot or a moron, but you know, you know, I do love you, but that's the last time I'm going ah. to be you, but, um, you did really make this show so much, so much, so much, so much better. And I, it's, it's like, ah, I've just found someone my age who is also an absolute idiot. It's wonderful.
1: Yeah, honest to God, but you, you you can't you can't just find idiots you know, anymore. You have to really look for them. You have to mine for the the opposite of gold, whatever I don't know, <laughs> whatever that might be. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, you mine for gold. You mine for idiots.
0: Is the opposite that of gold the... an idiot? Isn't the opposite of gold what's the opposite of gold? It's not an idiot. That's what I'm st- I'm I'm so fucking confused by what you just said, to be completely honest.
1: It, it made sense in my head.
0: Um <laughs> Now Morning, yeah, Morning Kevin is weird. Morning Kevin is weird. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm still put I'm still putting it all together upstairs, so
0: I genuinely thought uh, like you were about to say I'm still putting on my makeup. I was like, you do you
1: <laughs> Well, I haven't put on my face yet. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm still in, but I'm still in bed. <laughs> I'm recording hell this yeah. later.
0: Oh my God. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's amazing.
1: I am literally like, my head is down the pillow right now. I'm talking sideways into my laptop.
0: That is incredible. I, <sighs> now this, that has just made this episode like 10 times better. Kevin. Yeah. Live from bed. Oh, that could go really weird. Not like that, guys. <laughs>
1: yeah i'm not not trying to sell myself or anything Eh, eh. i mean unless you know unless the the price is right money's money yeah money money is money and right now i'm gonna need some so (laughs) (laughs) i'll set up a cam soda account or something
0: (laughs) cam boy kevin here we go um i
1: don't even remember what we were talking about um But yeah, no, honestly, thank you so much for having me on the show in the first place. Like, you didn't have to do it. You you went out of your way to ask me, someone who had podcasted approximately once before I met you. Uh, Shout out to the Hit the Books podcast, uh, Ryan and Mikey, for having me on. Literally the day before I did the Royal Rumble show with you. I did a show with those guys. Um, they, they they fantasy book Smackdowns. It's pretty fun. If you know they're at, they're on Twitter, hit the books podcast. I'd listen to them if I were you. But uh, yeah, you took a chance on somebody who's not done this before, and you turned me into someone who's not only done this, but I consider myself decent at this and i've had so much fun and so many great memories and laughs along the way and without you i wouldn't i probably wouldn't have met the brain buster folks because obviously we you know we joined them together and uh it's been a wild ride i can't wait for the next you know the next twists and turns
0: yeah it's been it's been incredible but this is the part where I say you're no longer a part of Wrestling Reverb, so bye, see ya. Oh
1: no, the, end. the twist, the end of the ed- talk about twists and turns.
0: This is the fucking end. What a heel turn! I just turned a uh, fucking heel. I'm happy with that, honestly. I'm happy with how this oh, went.
1: The sun just came through the window. <laughs> that
0: is, me coming down and being like, "Fuck off!"
1: <laughs> oh my um, god, it, got really, it just got really bright.
0: It's like, wake up, Kevin. Wake up, Kevin. Uh, what is that from? Wake up, Kevin. No, nah, I'm making that up. I don't know where that's from. I feel like yeah,
1: I'm that's. From... I don't think that's from anything. I think you're making that up.
0: Yeah, well,
1: it's from my new,
0: my new TV show that I'm working on. It's Wake up, the, Kevin. It's
1: from the. It's from the Josh Robinson show. Listen ah,
0: every you little. Look at you go. You are. <laughs> you are a pro. You are a fucking I re- pro. I really, man. really
1: enjoyed it. By the way, should Thank should you. say that. Oh, it's like that's... the one thing I've gotten to listen to. Uh, this is what's so weak.
0: <laughs> hey, what's better than, you know, what's better to fill in your time with more me? <laughs> honestly, that honestly only... come out so weird. That come out so fucking weird then.
1: <laughs> so does everything we say. I think people are just used to it. Yeah.
0: It's been a year, folks, so, you know, you should be used to it by now. What a, what, yeah. a, what a wild year, to, to be completely honest, just what a whirlwind, well, for you, six months, for me, a year, but it's just been something that I could not, in my wildest dreams, think out. I wouldn't thought, you know, on July 25th, 2018, I certainly wasn't sitting there going, in a year's time, A, I'm going to be on a fantastic collective of podcast. I'm going to be a part of that. I'm going to have a co-host from the other side of the world, mind you. Um, I'm I'm going to be able to, you know, interact with so many different people on Twitter about wrestling. I really didn't think that was going to happen. I couldn't plan that. And I'm 100% humbled and 100% 100 grateful for all of it. It's just been, it's been really, really fun and just so many more things we don't even have in, we don't even I'm not even going to lie to anyone. I have nothing fucking planned. I never have anything planned. This is the one thing that I just don't plan. I just let my mouth run wild on wrestling reverb. And that has got me this far. And that's the kind of the tone of the show now. And that's just where I'm going with it. There is, if anything, there's dot points, but there's never really a full fledged plan with this show.
1: No, and you know what? We fill an hour every week, and we fill it well. So I think I think we found the right formula. Yeah,
0: I do too. Um, let's let's uh, hey, in honor of uh, one Kevin, let's put on our future goggles. I uh, tried future uh, goggles. There we go. There we go. Uh, let's put I'm on. Awake our fu- enough to do that. Yeah, hey, yeah. Well, that's good. Well, let's put on our future goggles, and uh, if you could, uh, <laughs> if you could, if you could plan the next year. Is there anything on the horizon that you want from this show? What do you want out of this?
1: I just want it to keep growing. I want to get more guests. I want to do more guest spots. I want to do, you know, more fun little things like the trivia show. I basically just want to win more shit.
0: (laughs) Well, hey. Hey, Kev, you have the opportunity to. If you head to my Twitter... You can see that there's going to be a little stuff. There's some stuff going down with some content creators, everyone. Um, you can DM me or just go to the tweet. You'll see it at the top of my page. It's going to be a, a like a little series that's going down on my Twitch channel where we're going to play some... Well, I'm going to simulate some WWE games past from past up right up until 2k19 just all different kinds of games we do some rumbles we're going to do some beat the clock challenges some tournaments you're going to be able to win prizes you're going to be able to pick superstars that represent you in these games and they'll all be streamed on Twitch bringing us content creators together to have some fun in some friendly competition a few times a month so Kevin you do have the opportunity to win some more shit if you want to be a part of it of
1: course oh of course Uh, you can count me in yeah well
0: I knew that you would be one that would be uh, down to do that, um, but yeah, go to my Twitter and it's just express- expression of interest at this point. Nothing is absolutely set into stone because I'm still working out, uh, you know, you know, different things and 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 you know the logistics of it all. But hey. It's going down. It's definitely going to happen. It's just a matter of when and working it all out and and stay posted to my Twitter for some more announcements. But hey, without this show right here, Wrestling Reverb, I would never have the confidence to try and run something like this, let alone have the following to do it. So thank you to everybody. That is the last thank you I want to give out on this episode is thank you to every single person that has ever given us a chance and, and ever you've ever taken an hour of your day to listen to me and Kevin and Wrestling Reverb because without anyone listening, there's absolutely no point of us, you know, talking on a podcast an hour a week. So thank you to everybody that's ever taken the time to listen. And here's to the next year. If I can say, if I can put on my future goggles um, and and future goggles, there we go. If I could put on mine and, and just and look forward to the next year, I just want more of this, more of fun, more of, just more of it. And, and just see, let's, let's, uh, let's make sure, Kevin, in another year's time, when we uh, knock on wood, still here doing this, um, let's look back on this episode and see where we've come in a year from now, on our second birthday, because that would be, I mean, if this year has proved anything, anything can really go down. Um, anything can really go down on all of this and again just thank you to everyone that's ever listened to this show and more fun is on the way we can we can at least say pretty confidently that if we can expect anything from the next year it's just more of us being absolute morons and more fun
1: absolutely can't wait
0: it's going to be more, more fun more, more moronic is moronic a word
1: moronic, moronic is a word
0: Okay, good. Look at me. I'm a dictionary. So, it's going to be more fun and more moronic than ever. That would be thing. That would be the way to go. We're going to end now. We um we're going to end now with some a few more birthday messages from some more f- family and friends of this show. So, make sure to stick around and listen to them, and we will catch you on the very first episode of year 2 next week right here on Brain Buster Radio.
2: Peace out. Hi, everybody. It's BJ from the Mining for Mayhem podcast. I want to give a big shout out to my boys, Kevin and Josh. Happy birthday. Congratulations on a year of podcasting with Wrestling Reverb. You guys are doing great. Keep it up. Here's to many more years. I love listening to you. You make me laugh every week. Can't wait for you to do more episodes. Have fun. Stay safe. Peace out, boys.
1: Go, 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 Shouting, It's your birthday. We gonna party like it's your birthday. We gonna sip a coty like it's your birthday. And you know we don't give up because that's your birthday. Hey! Happy birthday, Wrestling Reverb. Congratulations, Kevin, Josh, my main homies. Yo, I love you both so very much. I'm so glad we are Brain Buster Radio
0: fam. I'm so proud of you for one year in podcasting. Yes,
1: what a milestone, boys. I'm so excited to be friends with you both. And I wish you very much success in this next year of podcasting to come. Cheers, love queen.